Say it again with power. Koa, K-O-A-C-H. This word koa in the Greek is the word for might, but it goes further. It means to have limitless force, limitless ability, limitless power, limitless authority, and limitless wisdom. When people say you're doing too much, or you're trying too hard, or you just think you can just do anything. No, I'm not arrogant. I'm not overly confident. I am Koach. My friends, Marcus Gill here. Welcome back to the Koach Man Podcast. This is going to be a very powerful conversation. I'm looking forward to it. And you know, it's my agenda to promote the man and promote the man the right way. The men who want to be like men. The men who want to be men. The men who want to lead and be strong, be forceful, and be powerful. As I always remind you, the word koak is the Hebrew word for might, which means to have limitless power. And I believe that every man under the impact of my voice and every man that connects with this message is a man of limitless power, a man of limitless force, a man of limitless abilities, and a man of limitless wisdom, which will lead every man to having limitless prosperity and abundance in every area of their life. So welcome men. Now, I'm not gonna leave the ladies out because I know for a fact that we got a lot of ladies that listen. And I'm glad about it. By no means do I need any woman feeling like they are not permitted access to listening to this podcast. Every woman under the impact of my voice, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Just do me one favor, do me one favor. Make sure that all of the men in your life have an opportunity to hear this podcast as well. Ladies, you're allowed to be a part of this. I want you to listen. I love your comments. But make sure you're not listening by yourself because this podcast is for men. And I want you to listen to to enjoy, but I want you to listen, enjoy, and then share it with all the men in your family. Share it with your coworkers. Share it with your sons, your nephews, your uncles, your brothers, your dad, your grandfather. Share it with your boyfriend, your husband, your fiance. Share it with your ex. Make sure he can hear the message too because I just might say something to bless his life. In fact, I know I'm going to say something to bless every man's life, every woman's life who's under the impact of my voice. And today I got a little help because while we're chilling and having this co-op man conversation, I'm going to introduce the topic in a minute, but I got to introduce my brother to you first. My brother Marcel Gill, he is the second of the three of us. He is a happily married man. He's a father, a great father. He's an entrepreneur, a musician, an architect in his own right. And I said, I want you to join me on the Co-op Man podcast this time. So Marcel, what's up? Welcome. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks, Marcus, for allowing me to be a part of this. Uh, and, And great day and great evening to everyone around the globe listening to this podcast. I can't wait for you all to hear it. What is going on in the NBA right now? I'm really I'm really starting to call the NBA the NSA for the National Soft Association. <laughs> <laughs> have you been watching? You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I have not been paying attention to any sports besides boxing at the moment. I oh. think that may be one, if not the most manliest sports out of all of them. But um, <laughs> what you, the go, NBA, you, can't, you can't be soft in boxing. It's impossible. They're going to start saying you can't hit them too hard. <laughs> Make sure you ask for permission before throwing a punch. You know, if you punch him too hard, check on him real quick. You know, take <laughs> take a quick moment. Are you okay? Okay, we'll go back to boxing. That's what it seems like they're doing that in all sports now. They're starting to make us yes. weaker and weaker, make the athletes softer and softer. 
And I told a guy the other day, I said, I really believe that this is a part of not 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 everybody in America, especially. But I think it's a part of this liberal agenda to try to get men to just soften up and try to kill that whole heroic man vibe that athletes carry. You know, you look in the NBA, everything is a foul now. If you yeah. hang on the rim and scream, you know, oh, you blow the whistle. That's a tech. You know, if I if I dunk and get in your face, guess what? I did that on purpose. I intentionally <laughs> dunked in your face, and I'm going to roar like a lion in your face. Now you get a whistle for roaring to stand somebody down, looking at them. Like right. where, where's the where's the heroic vibe that you that we used to get in the '90s watching basketball, watching sports in general? Well, it's it's interesting that you say that because I speak on this quite often that it seems like as society continues to push forward, it seems like we as men become more intelligent but become physically inferior Mm. to our counterparts and our ancestors. And I do believe that there is agenda being pushed behind that, which is why we need people like uh, you and I, you know, to actually push the narrative that men need to become more firm and more strong i think it's real interesting that you use the word co-op because i heard you mention it in the greek how it stands for unlimited power and even in the hebrew it stands for power might vigor strength and those are quite literally synonyms that you would see in a dictionary beside the word man beside the word man exactly i like that i like that so so you're a man's man uh what has been your uh what has been the, the the focus of your pursuit in this season of your life? Well, currently, um, I've been trading uh, in the stock market, which I believe is one of the hardest jobs one can have because if anybody ever wants to learn about themselves, if you want to mm-hmm. learn patience, if you want to learn risk management, um, the stock market will teach you all of that, mainly because you have to risk capital in order to you know, make capital. It's not your traditional job where you go out and work and you get paid for what you do. This space over here has unlimited potential. It has unlimited time and uh, it forces you to become disciplined. And that's another thing that I see men lacking in today is is discipline. I have a morning routine. I get up, brush my teeth. I read, I meditate and I, I stare at charts for not the typical eight hour days. If the market opens at 9.30, I'm at the chair at eight o'clock. If the market closes at four, I'm not leaving the chair until yeah. about 5.30, 6 o'clock. So That's it, good. it just instills discipline. So you're focused, you're focused. You're, you're, a, you're a disciplined, focused, vision-driven, manifestation-driven man. Absolutely. I love what you said there about how it is that even your current pursuit in trading and making all that money you make it. It's teaching you more lessons than just how to go to the bank. Absolutely. But the whole process in itself is training you on necessary and vital, uh, what should I use here? Uh, Necessities that every man should have in his personality and his character trait. Um, Everything concerning our work ethic. One of the things that I always say is this. I always teach this. It's, It's one of the quotes from my book, 30 Principles of Abundance, Volume 1. Where I say, Mm -hmm. your work ethic today must match your desired manifestations for tomorrow. Wow. You know, in other words, you got to work, you got to work towards what you're trying to see. Your work, your work ethic now has to be at the level of your desired prosperity. So if I want, if I want great manifestation, my work ethic's got to be great. If I want minimal manifestation, my work ethic can be minimal. But I can't have a minimal work ethic 
and expect uh, mountainous outcomes. True, true. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's interesting that you say that too, because nowadays. I see so many people reach for low-hanging fruit, and then mm. they also want to be praised and acknowledged for that. Ooh, hold on, say that again. You said low-hanging fruit. <laughs> low-hanging fruit. People set these, I don't even want to call them goals, because if you're constantly wow. reaching something, uh -huh. it can't be a goal. It, it has to be just an achievement that you want to feel proud of. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I think, like we were saying earlier, perseverance is, is the key factor when it comes to being disciplined too because sure, we're, sure. Not, we're not comfortable losing right mm, these man, mountainous yeah. dreams these mountainous dreams that you speak of these mountainous goals that seem unachievable that people are constantly striving for each day yep. these people have become comfortable with losing and and are able to learn in that in that episode right because this wow, this crazy. is a chapter that we're in right now and that's each good. episode we're gonna have a good day we're gonna have a bad day that's when good. that chapter is closed we wanted to end on a good note and the only right. way we can even finish the chapter is if we see it through to the end so many people in these different areas of life they they start towards a goal and they never finish because they mm -hmm. feel weakened and beat down by the stress of trying to attain a goal but yeah if you believed in that goal you have to understand that it's going to come with a lot of losses that's so good so 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 one thing we can take from that that part of this conversation the 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 tripping isn't failure it's always a lesson always a lesson you know that's something that i recently shared with somebody i was i was chatting with one of my good friends uh uh awesome pastor from up in north carolina and i was talking to him about an experience that i had a few years ago when i was pastoring a church up in missouri and i said man i said dude if i knew what i knew now if i knew who i was like i know who i am now if i knew that back then if i knew some of the things about people and about leadership that I know now, I would still be in Missouri pastoring that church and we wouldn't have space in that building for people. Absolutely. And and one thing he said to me, he said, Marcus, he said, man, he said, he said, no season is ever a wasted season. Long as you mm -hmm. got a lesson out of that season. Right. And I thought that was so rich. And I began to look at the idea of how it is that I never count losses as losses and I never count failures as failures. I count right. them all as lessons and experiences. Right. That are to help that are to help us build. So for every man that's listening right now, you may be looking back over your life and being a little discouraged. You know, you've marked so many things, so many relationships, marked off so many opportunities. You've marked off some career experiences as failures, financial situations and issues as failures, maybe even with your health in some areas. You've marked certain things as failures. Oh, I failed at this. I failed at that. That was my failing season. But I want to encourage you, my brother and I want to just speak into your life and say, man, don't label every moment that you didn't, that wasn't satisfying as a failure. Let me say it like that. There are right. seasons that aren't satisfying, but don't label that non-satisfactory season as a season of failure. Label it as a season of lessons. Label it as a season of necessary experience so that you can build towards you know the greatness of your future right uh, i like that yeah so now in this thought we talked about it's uh, a quote from my newest book 30 principles of abundance volume 2 i said this and i want to get your thoughts on this marcel your okay. destiny i want every man to listen hear me loud and clear brother your destiny is bigger than your downfall 
pain prepares you for your amazing future. I'm going to say that one more time. Your (laughs) destiny is bigger than your downfall. That's something that a lot of people don't believe. Right. And and, and, And then the B portion of this thought is pain prepares you for your amazing future. Have you experienced this? Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, the song comes to mind that I'm sure we all know by Donnie McClurkin. Preach, preacher. Go ahead and (laughs) preach a little while. (laughs) We fall down, (laughs) but we get up. We fall down. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know you you can sing a little bit. Oh, yeah. Get an altar call going. um, Right. (laughs) I I, I think that's, I think the first sentence, um, really emphasizes the second sentence in that statement right um the only reason why you can speak on your destiny right is because you got up right right most people they fall and that's the end of their story i kind of equate it to a gravestone people look at the birth date and they look at the end date but it's that dash in the middle that really counts wow so that's good i look at it as the beginning is you falling like if you get halfway up the mountain and you fall back down now you are comfortable with failure right you've experienced failure you know what Mm -hmm. it feels like and most people don't want to continue to feel that so Mm -hmm. if you're a real strong stand-up gentleman right Mm -hmm. you're going to feel that pain you're going to encompass it and you're going to learn and you're going to grow from that and that's going to push you towards your destiny because again right here you says pain prepares you for your amazing future and to me i think there is no greater teacher than suffering Woo! You got to say that again, Marcel. Wait a minute, y'all. Listen up. Listen closely, everybody. This is a. I don't like to call these little things nuggets because when you, when we say nugget, I think of the droppings that I see in our local park from people bringing their pets, <laughs> and they they got to go around with the bag and pick it up. You know, with the gloves on. With their gloves on, because there's a little sign that says, "Please clean up behind your pet." And I don't really want to say what it is, but when people say nuggets. That's what I think about. Crumbs. I think about I think about the stuff that needs to be cleaned up and disposed of quickly. <laughs> so I don't like to call <laughs> when somebody says something good. I don't like to call it nuggets. I like to call it a gem because a gem uh-huh. represents something valuable that's been dug up from the earth, something that came from the ground, something that's got value to it, something that sparkles and it glitters. So I want to hear that gem again. I don't think I've ever heard that before, Marcel. What was that gem again? I was simply stating that I believe that suffering is our greatest teacher. And it's it's amazing that you mm. mentioned gems too, because mm. we know that diamonds are formed under pressure. Huh. Come and on. And again, since pain prepares you for your amazing future, you're gonna have to experience that pain. You're gonna have to experience that suffering. And huh. in that suffering, you have to acknowledge that you are suffering so many people right. get in a space where they're feeling down they're feeling depressed and they can't put their finger on it but they don't try to they, That's good. they take on they take on the woe is me mentality i just can't seem to get it right instead of acknowledging like hey i'm at my troll right now i'm at yeah, my valley yeah. right now yeah and now yeah. this i have to i have to look forward to things that i'm already doing on a consistent basis and expect mm. unexpected outcomes from that Jeez. and that that helped bring me out of one of my lowest points i started expecting the abnormal and the abstract from what i was doing consistently Mm -hmm. and hardly seeing results and when i took on the mindset of 
this could possibly happen even though it's never happened before mm -hmm. that's when i started seeing my biggest results and whoa, it, it brought a whole new light and a breath of fresh air into my life so so that's so good so struggle is the greatest teacher so because a lot of a lot of brothers i know right now and i talk to men every single day i get emails letters some guys i have an opportunity to have coffee with and man it's this thing about struggle 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 it seems like there are a lot of men that like you said what's that co-op definition full of might limitless power strength, strength. all these vigor. attributes vigor they got all these attributes and yet so many of us are still struggling but after uh -huh. they hear this podcast after they're listening to this conversation we're no longer going to see struggle as the enemy that's what you're telling right. me we're, right. we're not uh, we're not going to see struggle as the enemy we're going to see struggle as the teacher as an ally as an ally as a as a teammate like like struggle isn't coming against me struggle is for me there you go Woo, there you that's go. good preacher everybody get your <laughs> tithes and offering ready because y'all gonna have to sow a seed into this man of god uh, oh my gosh so so struggle is on our team that's that's the word for today struggle there you struggle go. is on our team struggle is not our enemy but struggle is on our team because of how struggle can bring pain but pain is always preparation for our prosperity there you go Ooh, that's, that's deep it. right there doc that's you, you good can stuff. end this right now with that that's good stuff <laughs> well if we had a choir i'd say choir go ahead and get ready get in the stand if we was at a church service I tell the musicians go ahead and come up because I think that God just dropped the mic. <laughs> that was a good mic drop moment. So on this thought, on this thought of how it is, all right, that your destiny is bigger than your downfall. Don't let your downfall outshine where you're going. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let your downfall outshine where you're going. Uh, all and of the bruises. Oh, don't go shine. ahead. And downfalls don't what? downfalls don't shine come on dog <laughs> what that mean that sound like darkness to me downfalls sound like darkness destiny yeah. sound like sunshine yes sir where's the organ where's the hammond organ <laughs> we can get a hammond organ on this podcast bah, 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 bah. there you go right there <laughs> but this was good <laughs> I, I hope somebody been encouraged by this i mean absolutely encouraged by the fact that our stick-to-itiveness to our vision is what's going to cause the vision to manifest and like we declare from the Bible, Isaiah 54 and 17, no weapon fashioned against us shall ever be able to prosper. I want that to be in everybody's spirit who's listening. No weapon, not the weapon of struggle, not the weapon of failure, not the weapon of disappointment, not the weapon of, you know, unsatisfactory experience, you know, experiences, no weapon of fear, no weapon of doubt, no weapon of self-destruction. All right no wall that has been built in between you and your destiny no weapon formed against you shall ever be able to prosper and you know i gotta quote another scripture because i am indeed a preacher of the gospel but i want you to have this in your mind listeners romans 8 and 28 paul tells us and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god and for the good of those who are called according to his purpose i think everybody that's a universal statement when you look at life in general all things work together for your good even a non-believer can hear that and believe it but go. but the scripture does say according to the uh and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love god and those who are called according, according to, to his purpose. purpose so 
So you have to know that you've got a purpose. You've got to know that there's been a promise over your life. And you got to stick with that journey. You got to stick with your vision. You've got to make sure that no matter what, you believe that what's in you is in you for a reason. And it's not in you to stay in you, but it's in you to manifest. There, Marcel, there we got to we got to do this again. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah. we do. I think the I think the brothers and some of the eavesdropping sisters. But I think most importantly, the brothers that are under the impact of our voices <laughs> have been convinced that whatever struggle they're facing, it ain't always the devil. It's not. It's it's, it's not. It's all a perfect part of God's perfect plan for our life. You know, Marcus, if you don't mind, I do have one scripture to give these brothers. Okay, let's do it. might enjoy. Let's do uh, it. And again, I don't want to leave the ladies out. I'm glad that they're listening. I think it's better oh, they that listening. y'all listen. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that y'all are listening to the opinions of men versus the opinions of women because you're hearing from men themselves who are strong, mighty, and powerful uh -oh. on, on, how, on how we should live. So yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the women are tuning in. But I, one of my favorite scriptures is Genesis 1 and 27 where it says that God created man in his own image. And the, the thought that I'd like to leave with us men is what, is what image of God do we want people to see from our life's work? Mm. How, how do people view God by seeing how we act and correspond with each other in harmony and in nature and in society? What is the image of God that we are portraying to people that's when good. we're speaking, through our diction, through our words, through our actions? That's, that's good. That's just something I want to leave with you. That's real good. That's real good. That's thinking wisdom. What image of God are we leaving with those around us through our lives? How are we actually living out greater is he who is in you than he that is in this world? Man. And you know what? I think every man under the impact of our voice right now is doing their absolute best job to do that. So I say to you, brother, keep pushing. Stay encouraged. Keep pressing forward. And even over the next seven days, don't let anything or anybody pull you out of your place of confidence and out of your place of co-op. Remember every day of your life is a day of victory. I'm signing off and I look forward to connecting with you again real soon. Thanks Marcel for hanging out with me. Thank you for inviting me.